0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to another BJD Discussions. I'm solo today, and I'll be talking about the hot topic of YouTube's changes in 2020. If you haven't heard about this, then you've been under a rock, but don't worry, I'll catch you up. I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty details because there are tons of videos on YouTube that do that. I'm just gonna summarize. So there's a Child Protection Act called COPPA, which protects kids playing around on the internet from getting their data collected and to be advertised to. It's been around for a very long time, which is a good thing, because I've been on the internet since I've learned how to read, and I'm sure there are other people who have been on the internet that long, too. So YouTube ignored the COPPA. And have been collecting information on kids under 13. That's a big no-no for the FTC. So they gave them multiple warnings to stop doing that. And basically YouTube covered their ears. So they got fined. Fast forward to now, YouTube has let creators know that they must, by law, target their videos for as kids or not. There will also be a bot that helps you mark air quotes, helps you mark your videos. Here's where it affects us. Anything child appealing, which includes animations, cartoons, toys, child directed characters, they'll be flagged as for kids by the bot. So BJDs are dolls, and to the bot, dolls are just for kids. You get the idea of the problem. If your channel is for kids, you lose all communication with your audience. You get no chat, no community, no nothing. And basically, your channel won't grow because regular people won't get to see your videos. Some people are saying it's channel suicide, basically. If your video is marked for kids by you or the bot, but it's not. Like, say you're making a regular BJD video, you're drinking wine, you're cussing, whatever, the bot sees the doll, it goes, oh, this is for kids, marks it for kids, find out you're cussing and drinking wine in this video, you get a fine of $42,000. So, as you can imagine, people were outraged by this. And I've heard of this, like, whole YouTube changes, like a while for a while now, but I wasn't super concerned because I missed the info about the whole bot system. So I kind of started sweating. <laughs> I don't make money off YouTube or these podcasts that you listen to. So I'm not a huge target. I also have a small audience for podcasts and YouTube, which works in my favor because that makes me even less of a target. I honestly think. BJD people will be okay. I did at first decide to make my stuff kid-friendly, so I deleted the beloved box openings and body reviews just because of doll nudity, and if I do get flagged by a bot as kid-friendly, the doll nudity might get me that fine. So I might re-upload sometime in the new year all that stuff after we see how things go with the new rules but I don't want anything accidentally marked as kid-friendly again by the bot and get fined for for being dishonest is why you'll get fined so just right now all my content is marked 18 and up and if I get an override that'll be okay so now for the drama it's nothing super serious but It's something. So you might get a little triggered, just a warning. So there's that. Um, So Shelby, uh, a big doll YouTuber, she does Reborns and is pretty big in the BJD hobby. She's been around for quite a few years. I've been watching her from like before I even got into the hobby myself. She released a video and to summarize the video, it was a big message saying, everybody hide now. The FTC is coming for you. Like, get out, get out, go, go, go. So within a span of a week, many doll YouTubers deleted or privatized their channel. I'm looking around like, wait, what? Because 80% of the people I followed peaced out basically what feels like overnight. Then people started messaging me um, on YouTube and Instagram asking what I'm gonna do. If I'm going to stay with YouTube, um, if I'm going to go to Instagram TV, if I'm going to go to Twitch, if I'm going to go to some other website. And Instagram TV was suggested by Shell for everyone to go there because everyone has their pictures on there. Well, mostly. A lot of people who have YouTube also have the Instagram. So she suggested going there. I honestly was really torn because... I've been on YouTube for about seven years now. And I can't just delete everything like it never happened. I honestly almost cried over this. Like I didn't I didn't know what to do. I didn't want to delete everything. At the same time, I didn't know how I felt about moving to somewhere else. Yeah. Then I saw good old KB pop up out of the woodworks and she put her foot down and said she's staying and I was actually really happy because deep down I wanted to stay too. So that's when I decided I'm staying and I couldn't just I couldn't add my videos to Instagram because for me Instagram which just meant for my pictures really and my photo stories and I like to keep my hobby, my BJD hobby, private. And I'm more likely to be discovered by my family and friends on Instagram. I have no idea how, but, like, my family members will be suggested as friends for my Instagram. And I'm like, what? <laughs> doesn't make any sense. But, yeah, because of that. So, But they don't know who I am, so they're not going to follow me or anything like that. And they're not interested in BJDs, so... But if I put my videos on there and, like, say they're like, who is this that I keep getting suggested, they're gonna see my face, and I, I just don't want to deal with it, honestly. Also, I found it's pretty hard to track down people from YouTube to Instagram if they don't post a link in advance, So, because some people have different names or, like, they don't post a lot of doll stuff. So, it's kind of hard to figure out who's who. So, that would have taken a lot of time. And I just want to talk about Instagram TV itself for a minute. I don't think it's there. Not, like, I honestly don't think it's there yet. You have to keep your videos within a 10-minute time frame. And how would I post podcasts to, like, advertise the new episodes up, basically, with that? Ten minutes. I just like putting the whole thing up, and then you can find the rest of them if you want more. But, yeah. Ten minutes is too short. My unboxing videos alone can go anywhere from, like, 20 to 25 minutes. And Wine and Dollies, I can't get all that stuff in 10 minutes. Like, I need to sip my wine slowly (laughs) as I talk about dolls. 10 minutes won't work. And from what I've heard, at least editing is tricky. And the worst part is with the IGTV search. I don't know if I'm the only one, but the videos that pop up when I click IGTV is not just from my subscribers, like, they sneak in other videos from other channels, even, if, even though I go to, like, my subscription feed, and then go into the IGTV, like, all these random videos from people I don't even know are up in there, so I have to try to dig around to see if I can find any doll people videos, and then on top of that, I can't tell if the videos, which videos are older and which ones are newer, so it's, It's just very difficult to keep up with whoever's making videos. And also, since I've been having issues with everything being mixed and everyone's videos being thrown in there, I'd have to write a list and or memorize like up to 20 people from YouTube's names who I know that went to Instagram TV. I'd have to memorize all of that, then go through and just... Check um, weekly to see if anyone's posted because I don't get notifications when someone posts a video on IGTV. I don't know if it's just me, but that's what my situation is. So, what are your guys' thoughts on IGTV? Do you like it? Do you not? I kind of like it for non doll people when they post like funny little skits that fit into like a minute. I really like those, but for really long stuff, not so much. I don't think it's there yet to directly compete with YouTube, and you can let me know if you agree with that or not. Um, Another reason why I wasn't going to leave YouTube, at least easily, is because I don't get a ton of engagement on Instagram, could be my own fault. I take responsibility for that. But I do have some regular commenters. Who comment on my Instagram. But not any new people. So like for. If I made a video on YouTube asking. What do you guys want to see next? I'll actually get. A decent amount of responses. If I posted on Instagram it's literally radio silence so that's just my experience with it it's out there that's why I didn't want to switch with, with my videos because it would basically be the same as if I made my video f- for kids on YouTube because you can't get any comments on if you make your videos for kids it'd be the same thing as if I was on Instagram because I'm not going to get any engagement And that's why I was making my content originally for kids. Because I'm like, it's exactly the same. If everyone's going to Instagram, I'm not going to get really any engagement anyway. So, why leave? It's the same thing. Now, I want to give a shout-out to Sea Hedgehog. I give her shout-outs on my YouTube all the time. I knew she would do her research. Even though she wasn't saying anything, I knew she was doing it. Because... Like me, I was watching video after video trying to find out as much information as I could, reading posts about what the FTC's saying, looking up updates, all that. She posted a video not that long ago basically saying, stop freaking out. (laughs) That for the most part will be okay, like, yeah, the whole bot thing is scary, but she thinks will relatively be okay if you mark things correctly and i agree with her i watched a video of an interview from the ftc i think she watched it as well by the way anyways i see i watched a video and one of the videos they were explaining they don't just throw out fines willy-nilly and also to up to forty two thousand dollars That's not the starting price, and they give warnings. There's a chance that the BJD community will be pushed out, but I don't think it's going to be super high if you mark your videos. There's also an appeal option, which in the original mail they didn't talk about, but they did briefly talk about it, very brief, in one of the interviews that I watched. That you may not win the appeal, but it's there. So after Sea Hedgehog posted this, guess who gave the okay Go sign? Shelby! Um, Don't take it the wrong way. Shell just has a lot of influence, so people listen to her and what she says. She's kind of the leader of the herd. That's probably a wrong analogy, but I digress. She says, come back to YouTube. If I get fined, I I get fined, type thing. And basically now people are coming back. I just want to talk about some of the people who kind of got alarmed from watching the video. Because just the way that the information was spread was very alarming. Because I felt like she may have talked about it before, but I had never heard her talk about the whole FTC thing before, and then suddenly there was a video saying, like, we're getting taken down, we're getting taken down, then someone else who I followed was, like, deleted everything out of nowhere, and I'm like, what happened to your stuff? And then on Instagram, they're like, watch Shell's video, and when people are like, what's going on, what's going on, they're like, watch Shell's video, so then everything was just so alarming, because people were just disappearing, and then when people were like, why'd you leave? It's like, watch Shell's video, and then Shell's video is like, you gotta get out, (laughs) so for the people who followed and were like oh my gosh like I know one lady she deleted literally everything how does she feel like will she come back I'm sure there's others like her will she come back to YouTube now that the okay let's figure this out sign has been put up or does she feel kind of dumb about it and when I say dumb like I mean I'd feel dumb because I followed the group and deleted everything potentially not everyone did that but deleted everything and now everyone's coming back so I hope she saved the videos because if she didn't I would feel dumb and for kind of jumping in kind of blindly type thing so there's that that's just how personally I would feel I'm not saying that that's how she feels just disclaiming here um I wanted to suggest that if you're listening and you happen to be a big influence in the hobby that this is again a suggestion that maybe like sea hedgehog kind of deep dive into certain situations before hitting the panic button for everyone Always, i am happy my favorites are returning including shell i will have videos to watch again which brings me so much joy because i was feeling depressed i'm like what am i gonna watch now in my free time because i'd catch up on doll videos when i have free time and I'll play some videos in the background and, like, do my own thing. But now I don't have that, so I'm like, what am I going to do now? <laughs> it was a pretty sad time during that week where everyone was running from YouTube. Um, Now I want to know, I have some questions for you guys. So what are your thoughts on the whole FTC and... COPPA situation if you haven't already commented or talked about it just comment below and if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere else there should be a comment section somewhere for you free to use it if you want to say your thoughts I'd love to hear it thanks for stopping in